today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Neff here. Courtney here. And Jason. So, uh, you know, it's interesting that Hollywood is not aligned with half the country a lot. Um, that the, half the country embraces what they say at award shows and the other half doesn't. I think it was different last night at the SAG Awards. I think this time Hollywood connected with our entire country, or at least most of it, because they really came out in support of Ukraine, mm-hmm. condemned Russia, um, applauded Zelensky. And I, I just found it really unusually moving. Uh, and and yeah. and when I say unusually, I just think because, you know, it, it didn't feel like agenda politics this time. It yeah. really felt just that there's a humanitarian side of this that goes so far beyond any political issue. Yeah, it yeah. is the first, I heard it said over the weekend, it is the first issue that we've all agreed upon since after not in the immediate aftermath of 9-11. It's true. And it has brought us together in a way that you're right, that Actors in Hollywood, left-leaning liberal actors in Hollywood, are now speaking a truth that all Americans believe in. And, and there's and and there's no shade yeah. on whether you're left or no, right or anything else. Not. But it's that they that the statements they make. There's no half of the country this mm-hmm. time saying, "Oh, they're full of crap." You know, th- this is Brian Cox from Succession. They won, by the way, for best ensemble. But this was Brian Cox accepting the award. The thing that's really distressed me is what's happening in Russia to my fellow actors and actresses and performers and writers and, and, and critics. They are told under pain of high treason that they cannot say a word about Ukraine. And I think that is pretty awful. And I think we should all stand together and also for those people, the people in Russia who don't like what's going on and particularly the artists. And I think we should really join and celebrating them and hoping that they can actually make a shift as I believe they can. A really powerful. And, you know, it, 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 when when I first heard him say that, and he said, especially the actors, I thought, why especially the actors? And then I thought, you know what? They're in their own lane right there. And it's true. The actors have a lot of influence there, particularly yeah. because of Zelensky. Right. It's the most powerful, the most outspoken, the most famous person to emerge from this entire conflict President Zelensky of the Ukraine is a former comic and entertainer mm-hmm. himself. Who right? played the president. And he was on Dancing with the Stars. And he was on Dancing with the Stars. No way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Back in 2006. Oh, Didn't he miracle? Uh, I think Kim Kardashian won that season. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, he's yeah, come I, out amazing. Everyone loves him. Everyone's, everyone's calling him a hero. Him. Yeah. He's, he is just one of the most inspirational people. It reminds me of like Valesa in a way, yeah. you know, but, 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 but even bigger because this is in the middle of a war. Mm-hmm. And when he said, I don't need a ride, I need ammunition. Oh, right. it, was it was so, line. it was, it was line. an amazing yes. line. I and, mean, and he said it to Biden, like one of the, like the, to the, to the United States, like to say that like back to like America, I feel like that was also just so much more like of a powerful statement. It wasn't just like. I don't know. To say to Biden and like the U.S., it was so impactful. And you're just cheering for him. He stayed there. And we saw like the president of Afghanistan. He just like fled. So to see like a president like stay and like rise up is amazing. And he and did have this like him. comic background. I don't know. It's very attractive. And He's married. Oh, God. <laughs> 
the direction I thought we were going, but yes, he's quite handsome. Um, But a lot of people used uh, the SAG Awards as a platform to speak out about Ukraine. Lady Gaga was one of them, and she said, there's so much going on in the world, and my heart goes out to Ukraine. I think tonight we should all really sit in the gratitude of this. I want to get back to to Zelensky. Um, I, I think that in a world of political calculus where everybody is cautious, they think about what they're saying to the point where it doesn't feel authentic anymore, that they couch things out of fear. There is none of that with him. And it to and I'm not, you know, what's really interesting is that you look at Donald Trump getting mm-hmm. elected and he's such a divisive person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he came from not a dissimilar background. And yet here you've got this guy who is so authentic, who is completely united, not only his country, but the world. Yep. I mean, a comic. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 it is it is breathtaking to see what he's done. And yep. there was even rumors that he had fled the country, but then he posted a video, you know, right there in with all these like bombings around him saying like, nope, I'm here. I'm sticking with the country. Like, don't ever say that I'm not here. I am. What's interesting is that there's no shame in a in a leader leaving his country if it's about to fall because you want a potential uh, uh, a leader in exile who, when there's who a power vacuum, can right. come back. And, and by the way, yes, that could happen. And that could happen. And it could. And and maybe it's better than dying on the on the you know on the cross. Or maybe they actually but, resist the Russians because there's evidence of that right now. But he is he is rolling dice, whatever the cliche is, whatever the metaphor is. To say I'm going to be here and I'm going to die with my country if that's what it takes. Well, he said right. that. He well, said yes. he he He's told done. he told some world leaders, "This may be the last time you ever see me alive." It was really Ugh. powerful. Uh, just to know that your life is in jeopardy like that and stand tall is it's incredible. It's he, incredible. He's become. Yeah. Kind of a combination of Churchill and Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the uh, immigrant? Possibility of being a president of the United States next term. I'm just saying is yeah. no, that's good. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, if there were a guy like he's him amazing here, yeah. But you know, but the circumstances are just we, so different. We, we tear our politicians down. Yeah, so no, no. Much. The circumstances yeah. are so different. But just the idea yeah. that he has unified a country. Well, I mean, look, the country was unified. They hate Russia yeah. for what they've done. Yeah. But the idea that he has become kind of the galvanizing force of this, I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of to your point, Harvey, like the most recent conflict uh, that really divided people was the Palestine-Israel conflict. And a lot of people couldn't really come to agree on that. But then here with Israel, uh, or sorry, here with um, Ukraine, like it's just dominating on social media, just seeing all the videos, like you really feel for the people. Like you even see like uh, photos now of like the animals, like all the um, uh, everyone fleeing are like trying to take their dogs with them, their cats. I mean, it just looks so sad and it really like hits at home because it makes you think, wow, this could be us, but we're so lucky. We're, we're, we're going to move on. But I, I got to say, we you know, we put polls up on the weekend. Um, and one of the polls, look, they are unscientific polls, but shockingly, <laughs> shockingly, a lot of our results align with real polls. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. And um, we, we we did a poll saying um, Ukrainian conflict, I care, and then the options were deeply and somewhat. Something like 72% of the people said deeply. Yeah. Aww. In the I found that really interesting. That number probably dwarfs, yeah. like, how do you care about the U.S. economy? It probably right. it would be less than the 72% that <laughs> care about Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. I, I, I was really surprised. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about Elon Musk for a minute because 
uh, you know, this kind of dovetails into the same thing, but I am kind of tired of all of these people who are just slamming Elon Musk for, you know, look, Elon Musk has views that are out there. He also is probably doing more to save the world than anybody in the world, Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, he really is. And, you know, now Elon Musk is talking about maybe SpaceX can prevent the International Space Station from careening into Earth, which is something they're worried about with Russia, Mm -hmm. that Russia's kind of insinuated that maybe they will, because they control the engines on the space station, that they could actually turn it so that it crashes into either Europe or the United States. Elon Musk said, we're going to save it. It's like an adventure movie. I mean, Musk and Zelensky and all that. But he's saying that SpaceX, and don't doubt- How's he going to save it? Do they like hike? Do they like hack into it to like control the engines? Oh, we're gonna have to wait and see the episode two of the Elon Musk show for that. <laughs> but but like, did any of like, you guys? That's so awesome. I think this is. I, I just think Elon Musk. He's remarkable. He he is a remarkable guy, and just the idea that people are kind of slamming him on yeah. social media. I'm kind of sick of it. I mean, who else is doing things? Um, that will really change the world for the better. I, I mean, mean, the brain chip, though, in your head isn't really, like, life-changing. Really? Wait, or, wait that's one of the most life-changing <laughs> things ever. It's the most life-changing. Wait, I mean, it is the single most life-changing yeah, thing. I will say I'm give... biased. I am extremely against animal testing, and the fact that he killed all those monkeys, like, absolutely makes me sick. But what he can do, do you know for the human doing? race, yes. And to give people the ability to, like, walk again and to help, like, it's Epil- unreal. Epilepsy. Yes, like what Park, this, Parkinson's. My mom's in healthcare, and she was amazed by this. She's like an awe. Like it, this is a game changer if he can like get it to work. I, I just He's think not it's loved amazing. by everybody. Maybe on this table with you guys, but there's a lot of people. No, I know. But, and then Tesla, what he does, he well, does everything on different. There, there, there's plenty to criticize Elon Musk about. No question about there's it. There's plenty to testing. criticize everybody. There are, about. but Elon Musk. Look, he leads with his channel on a lot of stuff. There's criticism, but. Nobody dreams as big, right? He hears about a problem with the International Space Station potentially being weaponized, and he says, I can solve that problem. He hears about a problem of, you know, internal combustion engines causing pollution. He says, I can solve that. Now, he's not always successful, right? His plan for mm-hmm. self-driving cars is a decade behind, and it's a decade away. But he always dreams big, and there's real inspiration there. That's not to forgive him his sins. You we, guys we don't have What sins? Oh well, he he has he's been sued many times for labor practices. I I, does, I, I, well, I get it. I, 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 I get it. You guys didn't feel this whole narrative was very look up that movie with Leonardo don't, DiCaprio. Don't look up. Yeah, don't look up. up. I no, mean, it I was literally it. that. You have this billionaire that's in the like the space billionaire space race that's trying to like save the world, and it just felt very much but, like. But someone made may. too. He may. And the other thing is, it's like we should be embracing people who think that. How many people think that big? That, that are on the public stage. One that we can think of. One that we can mm-hmm. think of. Yeah. And to me, you know, look, you know who else was a flawed person like everybody? Albert Einstein. He was a flawed person. Just because he married his cousin. I know, and, I was going to say that. He had all sorts of... Albert Einstein, I've read a bunch of his, <laughs> cool. a bunch of books like the Isaacson book on... Yeah. on it's fantastic. But he was a flawed person. We should be embracing people, I think, like Elon Musk, who, because you know what? There may be something in a year or five years or 10 years that we can't solve. He will jump into that. Yeah. And we don't know what that is, but he thinks that way. And I I just think that he is a resource that, you know, unlike what we have in the country beyond him, I I just think he is a unique, incredibly Mm -hmm. important person 
Yeah. And I'm just kind of sick of the. I get it. But I it's get okay it to criticize people, even though they're great. Them. We can criticize George Washington for holding, having slaves, yeah. even though he accomplished a lot. Th mm -hmm. Those things can both exist simultaneously. I, I understand okay. that. Yeah, I know you do. But I'm just saying. But there are a lot of people, they view it as good and evil. Yes, for, and this goes back to your point about not everybody. Nobody's good or evil. They all have both of Everybody. Them. And his good is great. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Okay, let's talk about Kim Kardashian's private jet. Oh, oh boy. my God. This was something else. Yeah, we've learned that she has a new private jet. She just got it, and it matches her house. It's all cream. And what? <laughs> well, wait a minute. And I thought it was the Rolls Royce or, yeah, No, it's no. not a coincidence. No, she, <laughs> she built it. I, she built yeah, it. It was, it was custom made. No, she has all no, her No, she stuff built it from the it's got ground up. It's got cashmere walls. Yep. I mean, you guys are forgetting the price tag. Ninety-five million dollars no, to have no, the same. Uh-uh. I thought it was no, no. Nope. The base was it, seventy, and then wasn't it close to like one hundred and fifty? The base wasn't seventy. Apparently, we thought it was seventy. It turns out the base was ninety-five. <laughs> what do you mean the base is ninety-five? <laughs> Why are jet. you paying extras for a ninety-five million dollar well, private jet? Yeah, you want the cashmere yeah. seats and walls? Oh what my are you god! Talking about? The walls were originally Marino. Yeah. The walls and originally what if it wasn't the color she liked? I would go in with three checks to the different places. <laughs> she is a billionaire. This is it. Also, it makes sense for her. She's flying everywhere. And now she's like dating Pete in like in New York. They're flying Lucky back and Pete. forth. I know. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think didn't come? Before the upgrade, power windows, uh, power yeah. windows. Oh, what, yeah. You think it was cloth seats before that? Cloth. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so hysterical. So now it's she's flying. The she's flying in the same jet that Jeff, uh, the type of jet that Jeff Bezos has. Right. Yeah. So she's in Bezos. Is it bigger territory. than Kylie's? Oh yeah, it's eighteen seats. Oh my god, it's oh, eighteen. You get it smaller yeah. size. <laughs> you, yeah. Do you seriously? Well, some guy with a twenty seat jet out there is like, uh, right. Kylie, I've got some. Yeah. But it was so obnoxious because Kim just got back from Milan and she posted on her Instagram, surprisingly not jet legs, like looking all hot. <laughs> oh like, yeah, my she's god! Flying in a private jet. Sorry, you're not an economy. You know what? I love. <laughs> I like it when rich people own the rich and don't like just pretend they're not. It is interesting. Like Harvey. No, it, it's it, it's interesting because there are people who. Um, are criticized for doing that. Yeah. And then there are people who are not. She's not. Right. Mm -hmm. She's really made it. Because her whole life has been. That's yeah. her brand, yeah. But it is it's it is kind of interesting plane. that that there's no criticism of that. And even like with Leo DiCaprio flying in private jets, he's to, yeah, but but he's also a big, big environmentalist and people mm -hmm. have gotten into it. You just don't hear any of that with her. <laughs> right. She's like, give me my fur coats and my yeah. cashmere line private jets. <laughs> okay. I, I, I want to move on to the last thing, which I just cannot believe he's doing this. Kanye West is throwing up what I will call ridiculous objections to what Kim is going to do this week, which is to become a single woman again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, look, on Wednesday, right? On Wednesday, yeah. Kanye does not want this divorce. And I get it. And, you know, look, he's been fighting to keep her um, in public for a long time now, and it hasn't worked. But now 
The objections that his lawyers are throwing up to this in court are absurd. That, you know, the over the weekend we broke this story that Kanye's lawyers filed documents saying that Kim should not be able to bring in the social media posts that Kanye has mentioned, because remember, she said they're mm -hmm. emotionally hurting the family stress, yeah. because it's double hearsay. Right. Right. What is he saying? That the lawyer never says it's not Kanye. It's a, yeah. it's double hearsay. Right. Right. But Come also, like, on. just that they can't, that she can't prove he wrote the post, right? But remember, he did a post that said, I didn't get hacked. Right. Like, he was holding the paper. So, it's like, he clearly did it. The response if they ever got the lawyers or Kanye in court is, well, did he write the post? And, and you know, at some point, you can only claim hearsay for so long. You've got yeah. to submit something that says, I didn't write the post, which you can't do because we all know Kanye wrote the post. They were completely right. on brand for Kanye. It's just. So, it's what, so what's the lawyer trying to do here? Stall, by delay, time. by time. Will it work? Will no, they not go to no, court on Wednesday? Wednesday no. we're gonna have a then why? Then why if it's not even gonna work? Well, they want to make it hard. They want to make it, you know. And and I've seen yeah, this. That's gonna get her back. Well, right. right but I think the and and I will say I don't know how much these lawyers have consulted Kanye because my recon is he wants nothing to do, nothing to do with um with this divorce, divorce and isn't communicating with the lawyers. So it feels like the lawyers are just kind of taking his general view, which is don't make me divorced. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. it's, and the other thing he's saying is there's a presumption that prenups after 2002 are invalid. Right. That doesn't mean he's saying this prenup is invalid. Right. And as a matter of fact, he's never challenged the prenup. He's raising these technical objections that have carry no weight right. because they've never said he didn't write the post. They've never said the prenup is invalid, but they're trying to raise every technical objection yeah. so that Kim doesn't get divorced. That he's going to freeze the accounts and I all mean, the assets. I mean, it's Ugh. just so petty to be like, oh, you can't prove that I didn't write those posts. It's like, oh no. my gosh, we all know. You just screenshotted our conversation on like the cell phone and like reposted it. Like, right. what are you doing? You know, when the dust settles, he has to be a co-parent to all these kids yeah. and get along with her. They're not communicating. I mean, it is, you know, behind the scenes, this is a mess. And at what point does he begin to jeopardize his relationship, relationship with, the kids? with his kids, both from a interpersonal standpoint, as well as from a potentially illegal standpoint, depending on how far it goes. I mean, hopefully, we're hoping on Wednesday, the sort of, weird, almost compulsive behavior kind of dissipates. That's not going to happen. But if it gets worse and worse, if he starts doing that, you know, we, we see this in non-celebrity contexts all the time where, you know, jilted spouses become obsessed with their exes. And he, it, uh, you know, I hate to predict anything that awful, but he really seems to be in that, going down that yeah. road, right, where he just can't, let it go. Can't naturalize or normalize the relationship. And you and do I, think, I worry about like, it. you do think that the kids are kind of being affected because we saw him get denied at Chicago's birthday, and there and was he like, made all those videos. So how can yeah. he deny? But the, yet, those when he's posts? with the kids, they get along. They yeah. they love him. Of course. Yeah, at the Super Bowl, right. they all looked like super they, happy. Like they North. love but him. When those kids get old enough to go on the internet, presumably, probably soon, because North is on TikTok. Yeah, they're gonna read all these stories about how Daddy, you know, claims yeah. he was denied from Chicago's birthday, and they're gonna see all this and that is going to affect them. So Wednesday the divorce happens. How long until we see publicly Pete with the kids? Ooh. I don't think she so. She might have to tread lightly no, on that. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I'll, I'll tell you why I don't think that's going to happen. They are deferring custody and property 
for a later date. So she'd have to wait it out until that happens. I, yeah, and, and, and the other thing is, look, I don't know that, that Kim feels like, I, I don't think this is, I'm going to get back at Kanye by introducing Pete to the kids. No. That it is very common that you don't introduce a boyfriend or girlfriend very to the common. kids after there's a divorce mm -hmm. because it may not work out and then all of a sudden the kids get attached and then somebody else leaves and it becomes a really Although problematic she's, thing. If, if this relationship goes six months or so, it would right. be odd for her not to not at that point. Six really. months is what a lot of lawyers yeah. put in these settlement, these, these child custody agreements that once the relationship lasts at least six months, you can start introducing them for that very reason. Right. Six months seems to be, uh, not always. you start always. doing the math, how long has it so been? May. Because I would say, like, what, end of October? Yeah, remember because they were, like, went to the Universal Knox, Studios? Knoxbury Farms together. Oh, was it not? Knox? Yeah, it was not. And she did SNL September or October 2nd. Yeah, it's okay. just. Oh, it's coming well up. Thank you. <laughs> Courtney and I try to do math I know. Here. It's the only math I can do. <laughs> I, I guess the question is, is it them's fighting words for Kanye if that happens? Oh. Is it worth it to her? Oh is it worth it like, to her? Like, I don't think it is. I don't she, think so either. No. Well, I mean, at, at a point, public, at a point, yeah. it may be. At a point, it may be. Yeah. I just don't know where that she's at that point. No, right. I think she just like wants to get out of it and like and relax and enjoy. Okay, everybody, uh, we are going to get the day started. Have a great day, Monday, and we will see you Happy Wednesday. Monday.